0: Hey everyone, you are now tuned into the Innovative Minds Media podcast, also known as IMM Magazine. I am your host, Mattia Johnson, CEO of IMM, and I'm excited to present my very first episode to you, which is basically an intro into who I am and how I started off on this journey. So a lot of you may be wondering, what is IMM? Great question. Innovative Minds Media is Washington DC's premier strategic communications and branding agency. We specialize in branding, marketing, and small business tools for creatives. We have recently launched our digital magazine in April of 2020, and man, am I so excited to connect with all of you. And so here are a few reasons why I started this podcast. One, because podcasts are just a thing to do right now. And two, IMM Podcast aims to give local creatives like yourself a platform to tell their stories. Because, well, everyone has one and we're all visionaries. And we need to be comfortable and innovative with expressing our true selves. Because that's also a part of branding. So here are three fun facts about myself. One being, I come from a really large family. Like, really large I'm very close with my mom's side. And two, um, this is a little embarrassing, but I actually have a super big, huge love for stuffed animals. I mean, I have so many of them. They're basically like my little zoo. And three, I went to American University in DC for film and video. And it was a Saturday class, Saturday course for about two years. And so I did producing, film, and video, and I'm a screenwriter on the side. So I'm pursuing that dream as well. And I would love the opportunity to just share my journey with you guys and hopefully inspire you to be creative and be innovative as well. So just to hop right into it, I started creative writing when I was a little girl like I had to be about three years old. My mom said that I would sit at the table and I didn't even know how to write. Okay. I didn't even know how to write at all. But what I would do, she said, is I would have just like a colored pencil in my hand or maybe a marker. And I would just have my little piece of paper. And she said, I would draw the letter E and cursive. I don't know how I knew cursive, but apparently I knew it and that I would just draw it over and over and over and over. And so I honestly believe that any talent someone has is God given. God gives us all just talents that we can use. And it's up to us to decide if we want to use them or not. So all talent comes from God. And also my mother is a creative writer. She's working on a book right now. And I'm not going to talk about that. But of course, you guys will have to wait and see what she comes out with. But I also feel like I got most of the creative writing talent and spirit from her. She's been a technical writer from way back. And as I mentioned, she's working on a novel and you guys will definitely be in for a treat once that drops but yeah I mean ever ever since I was a little girl I love writing and when I got to high school which is point number two when I got to high school I started writing these novels right so back in the day if most of you guys remember Karibu bookstore being open I don't know if that's like a DMV thing or Washington DC and Virginia but there was bookshops um, called Karibu Bookstore, and so they basically specialize in urban, you know, street novels for as African Americans, and so I would be just kind of like hooked on that, you know, all the Fly Girl books and The Coldest Winter Ever, Okay, I'm showing my age at this point, but (laughs) I used to be hooked on all those books. So I, you know, had a wild imagination. So I would read those books and then I would just literally like sit back and think, okay, so how can I write my own stories? And so, you know, I never copied, of course, but any true creative knows that an original idea, there's no such thing. And so I would... Get ideas from those books. I would watch TV, get ideas. I would basically also pull ideas from me being a high school student and from my own life experience. And so I started writing a novel and composition books. And I would go to school and then I would basically, you know, just let all my friends know: hey, I'm writing a book. You want to read a little bit of it during lunchtime? And passing it around, it became a hit they would read it, they would finish maybe like the first five or 10 pages. And then they would come to me and say, have you written anything else? And I'm like, no. And they'd be like, well, let me know when you do. So I think that is when I first kind of got into this creative writing field and, um, just kind of ran with it after that. And so from there I started Dollhouse when I graduated, uh, undergrad. I graduated undergrad. I started Dollhouse Magazine in 2008. So it's been 12 years. I used to be a receptionist at a nonprofit after undergrad. And, you know, I used to, during my lunch break, go to like B. Dalton, (laughs) books a million, you know, stuff like that. And then I would just kind of like scour through these magazines and I just remember thinking to myself, like, wow, I would love to write, you know, write articles and things like that. But then also thinking, hey, a lot of these magazines don't have women of color on here and they don't really showcase women of color. And DC is such a talented mixing bowl of people who are just in the field of fashion or in the field of uh, comedy or, you know, you name it, DC has that, and so I thought, hey, I'm gonna start showcasing all the talent here. And so back in September 2008, I started Dollhouse Magazine. It was it was a digital magazine, and it featured fashion, entertainment, and lifestyle in the DMV area. And when I tell you, I met some of the greatest people of all time. I mean, I would network like nobody's business, and Just the people that I met just kind of, I think, contributed to the success of the magazine. Like, absolutely. But not only that, they contributed to me growing as a creative at an early age. I was 22 years old, fresh out of undergrad. And, I mean, I did everything from, like, photo shoots in DuPont Circle to going to D.C. Fashion Week. I mean, the lifestyle was just, like... Um, amazing. It was really amazing. And to this day, I'm still friends, very close friends with a lot of people whom I met through Dollhouse. And it was just incredible. Not to mention that, and now this was back in the day when, as I mentioned, these bookstores were prevalent and you would go in there. And I was working on getting the the magazine into B dull and i was actually talking to distributors but i was working on that for about four years and then honestly i just became like completely overwhelmed with like the process of being like a one woman show and and this is what i i would like to say ceo burnout is a real thing a lot of people stop their business in their tracks right before it even I mean, I swear, like right before it even takes off. And I mean, it's, it's definitely an unfortunate thing, but I had to learn to step back and really, really give myself the opportunity to just think about what I wanted to do. And so after four years, like between 2008 to 2012, I winded up quitting Dollhouse Magazine and <laughs> going to grad school and just basically regrouping. And I think that's super important sometimes. You have to regroup. And sometimes, unfortunately, we do quit our dreams early. And that's what happened in this case. Going back, would I have changed anything? I would say no. (laughs) Not at all. I wouldn't have changed a thing because quitting Dollhouse helped me to realize that When you do have a passion, sometimes you do have to step away from it. Sometimes you do have to just figure out what it is that you want to do in life before you can really move on to anything else. So given that I, you know, stopped doing Dollhouse in 2012 and I went to grad school, I was able to realize, okay, listen, you have a passion for creative writing. You did get overwhelmed and you did take your break, but please like from this moving forward, go back to your dreams, you know? I think sometimes we give ourselves such grief over quitting a dream. Sometimes it does happen. The best thing you can do is really sit back and just kind of collect yourself and say, is this something that I still wanna do? because i did basically have a you know a fallout with with yourself with your own creative self and you have to ask should i go back? And if you never go back it's okay. Sometimes you can find your next passion. But if you do go back, that's even better because you're giving yourself a chance to regroup and that's very important too. Like absolutely important. And so That is my story. And with all of that, I can say that IMM was created to help like-minded people, like-minded creatives like myself, just to move forward, just to find your passion and just to find your voice. It's three takeaways that I want everyone to actually really write down and live in your true self. And the first one is be open for change. Sometimes change happens. And you have to be able to be flexible and you have to be able to just kind of really own it. Two, don't burn yourselves out. I cannot stress this enough. Burnout equals killing your dream prematurely. Do not allow yourselves to get burned out. Do not allow yourself to wear multiple hats. Please, 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 you know, take the help when you need it. And three... Learn who you are and be comfortable with that. You know, in a day where social media is so prevalent and in your face, you really, really want to stay true to yourselves, stay authentic, and just know that yourself is the best self you can be. To try to perpetrate, to try to base your brand off of someone else's, that only leads to more stress. So stay away from that. And also leaving you guys with three leadership qualities. The first one is empower others. You know, great leaders understand that for people to give their best, they must have a sense of ownership over their own work. And, you know, just believe that what they're doing is meaningful. So you have to communicate clear goals and deadlines to your team. Do not wear too many hats. And, you know, just challenge them with high expectations and encourage them to be creative and innovative. The second one would would be to actually motivate and inspire. Please, please, please motivate and inspire yourself first. If you can't motivate yourself, then it's just extremely hard to like motivate a team. So yeah, pay yourself first, pay yourself forward. That's the best thing. And number three would be just to lead by example, you know, As a leader, the best way to build credibility and gain that respect of others is to set the right examples. We have to set the right examples, right? So all in all, this is my story. I'm so glad that you guys tuned in. Um, If you're a budding entrepreneur looking to create a totally authentic brand, gain motivation, and even tips on telling your own story, because that's important, Subscribe to the IMM podcast. We are on Anchor, Google, Spotify, Apple, you name it, we're on it. Visit our website and check us out. And don't forget to check out the digital issues at www.innovativemindsmedia.com. Follow us on Instagram at Innovative Minds Media and Facebook. And we are also on Twitter at IMM Creative Mag. I'm so looking forward to showcasing fellow entrepreneurs with you guys. Everyone has a story to tell. And thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great weekend.